Scarantino, and this is the Get the Fuck Off podcast. Every week, I'm going to be talking about a new topic to help you guys get the fuck off the shit that doesn't serve you anymore. But first, let me tell you a little bit about me. I used to work as a bartender, and I lived in the New York City bar scene. I smoked between a pack or two a day, and I was what you'd call quite overweight. I learned that the secret to adopting a healthy lifestyle is a series of mindset shifts. Unfortunately, they don't always come with an owner's manual, so I decided to start this podcast to give you guys the nuts and bolts without you having to do all the research on your own. Getting healthy does not mean you have to sacrifice your outstanding personality, and it actually can be quite a fun journey. I'm really excited to have you guys on that journey with me. Let's get off together. Well, good morning, everyone. Welcome back to the Get the Fuck Off podcast. Now, I did say good morning, and I do fully realize that it could be afternoon or evening when you guys are listening to this, but I wanted to start that way because I wanted to introduce the title of this episode, which is Too Late is a Social Construction. Too Late is a Social Construction. So what am I going to talk about today? <laughs> what is she talking about? Well, You know, I think that you guys are probably getting where I'm going with this, that we have this thing in our society where we like to say that things are too late. It's too late to do something. It's too late to change a habit. It's too late to quit smoking, too late to quit drinking, too late to go back to school, too late to get married, too late to fall in love, too late to change our hair color, too late to blah, 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 too late. So when we say something like too late, we are talking about the subject of time, which happens to be one of my favorite subjects. I am obsessed with the time. I'm never late. And it was so late, meaning that, okay, you said you were going to be there at a certain time. You get there at that time. If you get there after that time, that means you are late. I am never late. Like I'm never late for anything. I will not be late to anything. I am obsessed with the time. I know it down to the second. I can tell you what, if you ask me what time it is and I'm not wearing a watch, I could probably tell you the exact time that it is. But you guys need to know that like time and the concept of time and the concept of being late, which is related to time, is all socially constructed. Every single bit of it was constructed by a person in a time in society where it was necessary. So when we're talking about time, we're talking about two different things. We talk about the time on the clock and we talk about the time in our lives. So first I want to talk about the time on the clock. So I was doing a little bit of research and by research, I mean, I did a quick Google search and I typed time is a social construction because I've always known the time is a social construction. I don't know if you guys know this about me, but I actually have my master's degree in sociology. So to me, most things are a social construction and that's actually accurate. But what's great about knowing that most things are a social construction is that you can have power over them when you realize that they are socially constructed. You get to have agency over the fact that Most things that are going on around you are the creation of other people. I mean, can you actually fucking imagine that? Can you imagine if you found out that your whole perception of what too late meant, like your idea of too late was created by Andy Scarantino? Can you imagine? Or can you imagine? Like, because the time of the day and our global system of time was actually related to the railroad back in the late 1800s because what was happening was 100,000 miles of railroad was built in the 19th century and there was 
no uniformity with it. There was no uniformity. There was a different time based on circadian rhythms. There was a different time in every single town. And what was happening was every town had a different time. Every train had a different time. So you have trains going to different towns that are all operating on different times. And then there's also, I mean, there was just so much going on. So one man said, you know what? We need a universal standard of time. And that man was right. But when you think about it, that man and that industry are responsible for what we know of as time today. So when you think about concepts like too late, they're related to time. And time is all kind of constructed around different things that we've done to further along our society. Like take the 40-hour work week, for example. That all came about from the Fair Labor Standards Act of 1938. Well, actually, it happened before that. It happened uh, during the Great Depression where they wanted to give more hours to people. So they cut down the work week to 40 hours so they can spread it around a little bit. And all of a sudden, the weekend was born. And now, if we're robbed of a weekend, we fall into like this pit of despair. I mean, I was reading articles in the beginning of COVID about all these people saying, well, what the hell is going on? How can I find this pleasure on the weekend? Like, how can I do it? But that was all created by a man, by companies, by an organization. I mean, these are all things that were socially constructed around industry. So when you think about it, if you were to say, or if I were to say, oh, you know, Andy Scarantino came up with the concept of time and Andy Scarantino says it's too late for you. You would be like, fuck Andy Scarantino. Fuck her. What kind of bitch is that? Well, you know, you're not saying that about these people that had the initial stake in how we think about time or how we've constructed time, laid time out, etc., etc. Even though there is validity to circadian rhythms and our trips around the sun. And yes, the earth revolves around the sun 365.25 days per year. That is true. And time is a real thing. But the way that we perceive it in our minds is socially constructed. And the way that we perceive the points in our lives that's based around time is socially constructed. I mean, think about the fact that back in the 1700s, people were popping out babies at 14 or 15 or 16. Now, if they did that, there would be people in jail. Like we would find a way to lock people up if 14-year-olds were popping out babies today. Nowadays, we're trying to figure out how the hell we can pop babies out at 45, which you know, if it's healthy for the mother, then I think that it's great. But the bottom line is that we're not we're not saying to women that they're too old over the hill at 25 or 30 because they're not having babies when they're 14, whereas 14 was the standard like back in the 1700s. I mean, I worked with a young woman um, who was from the South a couple years ago, going back, I don't remember how many years. And, you know, she was in her early 20s and, and said that people where she lived said that, you know, she was over the hill. She wasn't married yet. I mean, I'm 35. I'm not married. If I get married by 50, it'll be a fucking miracle. I mean, but time is all, everything that we think about when we think about too late is constructed. It's constructed by society. It's constructed by the circles that we live in and that we, we kind of, you know, associate with. And all of it is completely fucking made up. It's completely fucking made up. Also, your brain perceives time in different ways. Your brain perceives the actual nuggets of time, minutes and seconds. We perceive time as going by quickly or going by slowly, depending on what we're experiencing. Like, I can't tell you how many people have said 2020 flew by. 
I'm not ready for March. I haven't gotten over last March. Because last March was such a chaotic time in most of our lives because we were experiencing something that we likely will never see again in our lifetime. Like this is this is a huge thing that we've experienced with COVID-19 in 2020. And we have perceived it in a way that was very kind of earth shattering to us. So our perception of time and our perception of this year, it probably seemed like it went by fast because of the way that new things were constantly being introduced to us and thrown at us and, and you know, put into our sensory and we had to adapt and we had to think in different ways. And our brains didn't have so much time to just go through drudgery. And there's always just so much drudgery in life a lot of times, especially when you get stuck in routines and you don't really know how to break from them. You get into this, you know, this cycle of just rigid, plodding forward, and your brain just sort of perceives time as going by slowly. And your brain can perceive time going by quickly as well. So for example, your brain perceives like when you're exercising really hard, that is the longest minute of your damn life. There was actually, here's a joke. Okay. I don't tell a lot of jokes. There was uh, my ex-boyfriend's from Ohio. And if any of you know anything about me, Ohio is my least favorite state in the entire country. Really. Like I, um, every minute that I spent in Ohio was just a minute too long, in my opinion. But I, you know, I, I, I embraced the fact that he was from Ohio. I tried to make it work. And uh, no hate to anybody in Ohio. You're all great people. I just, I can't, I can't do Ohio. But anyway, I was talking to a man a couple of years ago and he said, I'm going to tell you a joke, okay? This guy goes to his doctor. The doctor says, I got good news and I got bad news. What do you want first? And the guy goes, oh, I guess, well, I guess I'm going to take the bad news. And the doctor said, you only have a year to live. And the guy's like, oh my God. That's horrible news. The doctor goes, but I got good news. And the guy said, okay, well, what's the good news? He goes, if you move to Ohio, it'll be the longest year of your life. Bad joke. But it just proves that our brains perceive things differently depending on what the stimulus is. When you're going through a rigorous exercise, it just takes so long. Although when you're having like beautiful coitus with a, a, I use the word coitus, when you're having intercourse, making love, fucking the hell out of somebody that you like, how long does that take? I mean, that, you could be, you could be at it for 20 minutes, you know, if you're lucky. And uh, you might perceive it as two, you know, because you, you just, Your perception of time is skewed. Everything about time just has everything to do with the way your brain perceives it, the way society has constructed it. Now, knowing those two things, you guys should have or feel like you have tremendous power over time. And you should also realize that the idea of too late is complete bullshit. So when I was thinking about quitting smoking, I always thought when I was like 20 or 25, I I thought this both times, Um, but let's use 25. Uh, 25, I thought to myself, it's too late. Like it's too late for me to do that. And then what happened? Five years went by and then I was 30 and then it was too late, except that at 32, I finally did it, you know, and it's been too late for a lot of things in my life, too late to go back to school, too late to get a new job, like too late for all these things, all these things that I was making up because I was going by this archaic concept of time that was socially constructed and my perception of time, which was just, which was just all fucked up because of the way that my brain was functioning. You know, like what's, what is it about time that made me think that it was too late? Like what was I judging that off that it was too late? It's too late to fall in love again. Why is it too late? I plan to live a long time. So I don't know why I ever thought it was too late. 
Like, why was it too late? Why was it too late to, for me to start exercising? It was too late when I was like 150 pounds. And then I was like 180 pounds. And then I was like almost 200 pounds. Like, it was too late every time until the time where I said, it's not too late. Because you're deciding what too late means. You're creating that in your head, you know, and, and you're judging it by some sort of arbitrary construct of time and where you think a person should be at what stage of their life you think that that person should be in that stage and that's just not how it works it's not like that you know when I was 14 years old there was this song that was very popular at the time uh, by Boz Lerman called Everybody's Free to Wear Sunscreen and it actually was based on a column in the Chicago Tribune in 1997 written by a woman named Mary Schmidt, which is called Advice Like Youth Probably Just Wasted on the Young. And Boz Lerman turned it into a song and one of the lyrics of the song was, don't feel guilty if you don't know what you want to do with your life. The most interesting people I know at 22 didn't know what they wanted to do with their lives. Some of the most interesting 40-year-olds I know still don't. And I remember being a young, impressionable woman and just thinking to myself, that is so powerful. Because I didn't know at 14 what the fuck I wanted to do with my life. And I didn't know at 25 what I wanted to do with my life. And I, at 35, I'm just kind of figuring out what I want to do with my life. I know what I've like to do and I'm going to do a lot of that but I didn't know for a very long time what I wanted to do because how the hell do you know how do you know and what happens with us is that we just get caught up in these concepts of this is too late like it's too late to start this it's too late to go and do an Ironman triathlon 140.6 too fucking late bitch it's not too late I follow people on Instagram. By the way, Instagram's wonderful. Uh, I follow in people on Instagram and I look at photos of people that were not athletic four or five years ago that complete Ironmans. I mean, these are things that people do. Ordinary people, not superhumans. I'm talking about ordinary people, like just ordinary Bob and Sally. And they take their lives and they start doing great things at all sorts of ages because it's not too late. You know, everything that you know about the concept of too late and time is completely wrong. It's all wrong. It's all made up. Time was made up. The week was made up. I don't know if I if I said this, but you know, when I was working in the restaurant in Times Square, we would say good morning to each other. That's how I started this podcast, by saying good morning. I have no fucking idea what the hell time you're listening to this, but I'm saying good morning because we used to say good morning to each other all the time. Like we would come in at five o'clock and we would say good morning because that was our morning. You know, why should we have felt bad because we weren't up at seven o'clock in the morning? We were starting our day. Why not say good morning? We would say good morning. We would say happy Friday on a Tuesday. You know, and I think that, you know, even though I don't, you know, do that sort of work anymore, I think that work was valuable because it taught me that there are definitely rhythms and constructs of periods of time in society. And if you have the opportunity to ever work in an environment like that, I highly recommend that everybody do it just for a little bit of time because it will give you tremendous power. And it gave me tremendous power because what I got to see was I got to see that people behaved based not on intuition or desire or anything like that, but people 
a lot of people, the majority of people behave based on a clock. You know, they they behave certain ways. I mean, you would get the most interesting people that were just so self-aware and fantastic on a Tuesday at three o'clock in the afternoon. You'd be talking to somebody and it would just be like, wow, this is the coolest thing. And then you would just see these drones of sheep coming in and Friday and Saturday evenings, not even sure why they're doing it, just going with the flow. You know, certain days people would behave certain ways, certain times of days. It was like people had no control over their own bodies. They had no agency over their own lives. I mean, how many of you guys eat at the same time every day? Because I do not. I do not eat at the same time every day. I usually will eat, I will break my fast around the same time every day, which is roughly around 12 noon or 1 p.m. usually. But how the fuck am I supposed to know what time I'm going to eat dinner because I don't know how hungry I'm going to be because I don't know what sort of physical activity I'm going to do that morning. I mean, I might run four miles in the morning or I might run 14 miles in the morning and that's going to mean that I'm going to be different levels of hungry at different times throughout that day. So how can I decide when I'm going to eat if I'm not sure when I'm going to be hungry? Like I have a good handle on the time. Like I have a good idea of, the, of what's going on with my body and regardless of if it's six or seven or eight o'clock at night, I'm not going to use the time on the clock to decide when to put fuel into my body. I'm going to put fuel into my body when my body would like the fuel. And this is going into the topic of mindful eating, which is not the topic of this podcast. Uh, the po- topic of this podcast is time. But just getting to recognize the idea that time and the way that you think about time was made up by somebody else. And if you know that, you can take power over that time. Because when does real change happen in your life? I will, I'm, I'm just going to tell you the answer. Real change happens in your life in the present. It doesn't happen five years into the future and it certainly doesn't happen in the past. The past is over. Everything that's done is done. You cannot change one iota of it. So worrying about it, thinking about it, dwelling on it is pointless. It's over. But the future, a lot of people like to think about the future. They like to think about the idea of a year from now or two years from now or five years from now. And that's all well and good, except that usually when people make goals that far into the future, they don't achieve them. Because all that does when you set a yearly goal, you start wasting more time. Time, this thing that you are psychologically giving yourself so much of when you're placing goals so far into the future. The real change that happens in life happens on the daily, in the daily work. I will, I will get to repeat this probably in every other podcast that I do until the end of time. Time, more time. But the present and the work that you do in the present is the work that is the most powerful, that moves you the furthest in the direction that you want to go. So there was times during the pandemic where I wasn't really sure. I knew where I needed to end up and I knew where I wanted to be in six months time. But sometimes that was overwhelming for me. Like, okay, I want to get from A to Z and I have all these letters and stoplights in between. And I think I have to take a transfer at this train station, get on a plane, fly to Antarctica and paddle my way back. Oh, that's overwhelming. But if I can say, you know what? I know that this journey involves writing. And if I write three pages today, I'm going to get that much closer to where I want to go. And that's what I could do in the present. So when you 
forget about the construct of Friday, Saturday, Sunday versus Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I get so annoyed at Saturday and Sunday because half the people that I need access to to move in the direction I want to go towards the goals I want to achieve, they, they fuck off on Saturdays and Sundays. And I'm thinking... Why, do you, why are you choosing Saturdays and Sundays to fuck off? Why aren't you fucking off on a Wednesday afternoon? Like, why are you, you know, like, I have, my ex-boyfriend always says, married couples have sex on Sundays. Why not on Tuesday? Why on Sunday? What the fuck? Like, who made up these rules? And that's, that's just a joke. I'm sure that people have sex all different days, but I'm just throwing that out there. But, like, who made up the rules that Saturday and Sunday is where you fuck off and Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday is all for business and you can't fuck off on Thursday at 2 o'clock in the afternoon and you can't rub one out on Monday at 11 a.m.? Like, who made up all these rules? If If you're not tied to an office on Monday through Friday, which a lot of people aren't now because a lot of people are moving towards self-employment now and a lot of people work non-traditional hours now. I mean, people that work in healthcare work non-traditional hours. People that work in all sorts of industries don't work Monday through Friday, nine to five anymore. People work all different hours all the time. We're in a global society now. Like things are completely different. People are involved in e-commerce. Like there's all kinds of shit going on. Like the world has completely changed. The concept of time has changed. Everything's changed. Like, so you can get a handle on time and realize that time belongs to you. And when time belongs to you, nothing is too late. Like you are, you are in charge of your time. And when you're in charge of your time, you can say in this present moment, I can do X. And if I do X in this present moment, then I know that it will move me closer to where I want to be. And if you do X in the present moment for many present moments over the course of weeks or months or even years, you will get closer to what you want. And it's never too late. It's never too late. When I was stopping drinking, sometimes I had to chunk the time down to 15 minutes. Like, okay, can I get through this 15 minutes? I'm not thinking about, can I get through another 300 days without a drink? I was thinking about, can I get through 15 minutes? Yeah, of course you can get through 15 minutes. And if you put on a show that you like on TV, those 15 minutes will fly by. I mean, sometimes, you know, whenever I'm having a a time in my life where I just where I just know that I just need to get through 15 minutes. And this doesn't happen a lot anymore. But when I was kind of first getting sober, this happened quite a bit. I would just put on Mad Men reruns. And that is like my safe space. You know, that is one of my favorite shows. And I would just put that on and all of a sudden 60 minutes have gone by. And so did my desire to drink. Imagine that. Because my brain was perceiving joy and happiness and comfort in something that was that I already knew and something that, you know, because it's all about what's going on in your brain too. Like your brain is perceiving things. So your perceptions, you can have control over those as well. Because if all you're thinking about is the fact that you want to drink so bad and how do you get through 15 minutes, 15 minutes might seem like an eternity. But if you decide to take your brain and confuse it and say, I'm going to do something I really fucking enjoy for 15 minutes, your brain's going to forget about the fact that 15 minutes is going by until it's gone by and all of a sudden the craving for alcohol is gone and you have succeeded. Take control of the time. Take control of the time. Take control of the clock. Take control of the years. Take control of every aspect of the time because it was all made up. It's all hoopla. It was made up by a guy and another guy like back in the day for various economic reasons and industrial reasons. Like it was all made up. It's just like saying it was made up by Andy Scarantino. I didn't make up the time, but if I did, you'd be like, Andy, fuck you. 
take control of the time. Take control of your perception of time and realize that it's not too late for you to do anything that you want to do. You can start today in any single thing. You want to lose 100 pounds? You got it, baby. You got it right now. Just take control of today. Start with what you eat for breakfast. Like that's the little things that you can do in the present moment. The present is where change happens. It doesn't happen far off in the future. There is no future. That's not promised. It's right now. Right now. So that was the great episode on time. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I'm going to be back in a couple of days with another episode of the Get the Fuck Off podcast. If you guys need anything in the meantime, you can hit me up at andy at getthefuckoff.com. You can also subscribe to my newsletter at getthefuckoff.com. And I have some tags there so you guys can pick kind of what you're interested in so I can make sure that you get the right kind of content and not shit you don't care about. So definitely check that out. You also can get at me on social media. I'm on Twitter and Instagram at underscore getthefuckoff. And I really appreciate all you guys coming back and supporting me and And I hope that you guys are getting value out of this. And I hope that every week we can kind of work together to rewire some of those weird things in our minds that are making us feel like things are impossible when they totally aren't. Like everything is possible, I promise. So I'll see you guys in a couple of days. Take care. Be safe. I'll see you guys real soon.